Coming up, Trump has a new election report, a tabulation of fraud and abuse. Wait till you find out what's in it. I'll celebrate a big win for True the Vote and spell out the implications of that. This is the Dinesh D'Souza Show. America needs this voice. The times are crazy in a time of confusion, division, and lies. We need a brave voice of reason, understanding, and truth. This is the Dinesh D'Souza Podcast. Donald Trump and the Trump team have issued a remarkable report. It's about 32 pages long, and it is a summary of tabulated or documented election fraud in the swing states in the 2020 election. The uh, report is important because of the density of the information it provides. Essentially, it uses the, it takes each state and it has a set of bullet points. And the bullet points are quite overwhelming in the sense that they have startling pieces of information. And um, then each piece of information is footnoted. And then the cumulative effect of reading through these items is like, wow, uh, if this is true, uh, this election was a major scandal. So not only was it not the most secure election in history, by the way, no one really believes that. No one today even really says it anymore. Remember this mantra we used to hear deafeningly every single day? Uh, Rasmussen has a survey that not only shows that people believe that the election was rigged and stolen, but one in five mail-in voters admit they cheated in the 2020 election. Um, what a what a, a stinging um, discovery or statistic from the Rasmussen people. And uh, and this Trump document, as I say, is uh, is full of. Um, of listings of just failures and breakdowns of the election system. And and Trump says it's outcome determinative. I think he believes that it conclusively proves that he won the 2020 election. And uh, we can all make our own judgment about that. But let me say this. I think what it clearly does show, at the very least, is that if even half of this is true— we don't know who won the 2020 election. Now, I mentioned this kind of agnosticism, not because I don't believe Trump won. I actually do believe it. I said it in 2000 Mules <clears throat> that, um, um, that as far as we could see, uh, Trump won the election. But the reason I, I use the sort of agnostic standard is that it is the legal standard. By and large, a court can and should, in fact, must, invalidate an election if you if evidence comes out later that you really don't know who won it. You don't have to prove that the, the guy making the allegation would have won it. You just have to prove it genuinely cast the election into, uh, into doubt. <clears throat> now, uh, I'm not sure how much of this document I can cover. I think today I'm just going to start looking uh, at it, and I'm going to just use the representative case of Georgia because it's it's good for you to have a sense of what is in this document. Georgia was called by 11,779 votes. So, a close election. Fulton County, Georgia, the most populous county, has no digital record of all the in-person votes cast in its original results. It says that ballot images uh, of votes... Uh, were on election day were destroyed. The vote in Georgia was counted three times, but they weren't counting the same ballots three times. In other words, they're counting different sets of ballots. Um, there were thousands of fraudulent presidential-only ballots injected into the second machine count with huge margins favoring Joe Biden. What this refers to is the fact that there were apparently ballots which 
in which people only voted for the presidency. Now, that's theoretically possible. Someone can decide, I'm just going to vote in that. But it's not normal for people to only vote. I mean, you voted, I voted. You have a whole slate. And by and large, you go down the slate, you cast your votes. You might leave one or two items blank if you don't know what those are. But you're not going to just vote in one election and no other. But oddly enough, thousands of people did that. And... um and uh, and all those votes kind of came into the second count. Uh, then we go on. Uh, the um, there were um, thousands of ballot image files from the original count contained identical modified timestamps, suggesting electronic manipulation. It says that. Um, is that there were bogus votes added into the election results, and these included 20,977 unsubstantiated votes of unknown origin. It goes on to talk about the fact that Fulton County, when asked how many voters voted in the 2020 election, their answer is, we don't know. We can't tell you. Uh, Then it talks about the fact that tabulators used in Fulton County during early voting had their seals broken, had the memory cards reprogrammed and inserted into different scanners to count absentee ballots in violation of election rules, and this makes it impossible to reconcile the number of ballots that were cast. It talks about the fact that there were... um, 4,081 false votes for Joe Biden included in the hand count results. These were the result of accounting errors confirmed by the governor's office uh, working with uh, with the Secretary of State, Raffensperger, yet they've never been removed from the official hand count result. Then it talks about the fact thousands of pristine unfolded absentee ballots were counted during the hand count in Fulton County, according to at least six witnesses. Now, let's think about this for a minute. You request an absentee ballot, which is then sent to you. The absentee ballot is filled out, folded, put into an envelope, and then mailed or dropped off, let's say, into a mail-in drop box. How is it possible to get an absentee ballot that is pristine and unfolded? There is really no easy way for that to happen, and there's no possible way for thousands of these ballots to show up. You could have a rare case where maybe someone filled out an absentee ballot, but again, you can't just walk up to the city clerk and hand in your absentee. Here's my absentee ballot. I don't need to fold it. Why? Because the signature, the signature is on the envelope. So in other words, the envelope contains information. It's not just the ballot that goes in. The ballot needs to be in an envelope. And so right away, we see something is very wrong here. And again, I'm only scratching the surface. I'm just flipping through pages here. An estimated 30,000 to 92,670 illicit votes were trafficked in Georgia as part of a massive ballot trafficking operation discovered by True the Vote. You know all about that, and I do too. Uh, the group identified 242 trackers in Georgia who engaged in 5,662 ballot drops into drop boxes, making an average of 23 runs per trafficker. And then it talks about over 40% of the illicit drops captured on camera were recorded between the non-voting hours of midnight and 5 a.m. Uh, this evidence is all in 2,000 mules. Uh, many, if not most of you, have seen it. Uh, And you know how uh, inherently suspicious this is. Uh, People showing up in a typical scene and on the video, a guy pulls up in a car. It's like 1.45 a.m. in the morning. He jumps out, looks to the left and right, makes sure he's not being observed. Uh, He's wearing latex gloves so as not to leave fingerprints. He drops ballots, one, two, three, four, into into the box, then takes a photo, not of himself voting, but of the box, of the ballots going in the box, presumably in order to say, hey, I was there, I now need to get paid. So the 
uh, evidence that is put forward by Trump includes the 2000 um, mules evidence, but goes way beyond this. Much of the stuff I'm reading about now, some of it I've never heard of. Uh, and I'm, well, if not an authority on the issue, someone who's reasonably well informed about it. And it goes on. In 2020, there were absentee ballots issued to Bangkok, Thailand, Georgia, Denver, Georgia, Detroit, Georgia, Los Angeles, Georgia, and other fraudulent addresses that do not exist. Ballots were fraudulently cast in 2020 from addresses listed as Bronx, Georgia, Hilton Head, Georgia, Louisville, Georgia, San Diego, Georgia, French Creek, Georgia, New York, Georgia, Sarasota, Georgia, all with zip codes out of state. Now, you know, this is laughable, but it's laughable in a tragic and and really frightening sense because we find, and then it goes on, 43,000 Dropbox ballots violated chain of custody requirements in DeKalb County. Um, and uh, an estimated 355,000 ballot transfer forms for Dropbox ballots are missing statewide. And uh, so, and this is all only Georgia. So you get an idea here because the the Trump report covers all the swing states. It covers uh, Michigan. It covers Wisconsin. It covers Arizona. It covers Pennsylvania. And the effect of it is kind of overwhelming and perhaps even numbing. Uh, I know that, you know, it's it's hard to know if all of this is true as stated. But as I say, if even half of it or most of it, even some of it is true, we had a very defective, indeed, a deeply corrupt election in 2020. It might have been, quite honestly, the least secure election in U.S. history. Here's some really good news. A a big win in a federal court in Georgia by True the Vote. Uh, By way of background, True the Vote had mounted an election challenge to the voter rolls in Georgia. Voter rolls are the beginning of um, voter fraud. I say that because when you have bad voter rolls, voter fraud becomes very easy. And I don't just mean voter fraud, fraud by a particular voter. I mean election fraud, coordinated fraud. Why? Because you can look at the voter rolls, which, by the way, are publicly available. You can scroll down and there could be people on those rolls who have died, uh, who are ineligible to vote. Uh, who have moved are now living in a different state, and yet there they are in the voter rolls, which means that Georgia does not raise an eyebrow when a ballot comes in from one of those guys because they're on the rolls. Uh, So uh, True the Vote assisted voters in Georgia to file challenges to some 360,000 of these names on the Georgia voter rolls. Now, by the way, these aren't just sort of uh, abstract names on the rolls. Uh, True the Vote has computed that some 60,000 of these 360,000 people voted, voted uh, in the 2020 or 2022 election. In other words, they, they have been exercising their right to vote, even though it is questionable whether they have that right to vote in the first place. Uh, and let's remember again, Georgia was decided by 12,000 votes. So having 60,000 eligible or maybe even 50,000 eligible, ineligible voters cast votes, that is decisive. That is enough to throw fundamental doubt into the outcome of the Georgia uh, presidential vote in 2020, not to mention other uh, elections as well. Now, the moment that True the Vote challenged these voters, uh, these names on the voter rolls, Fair Fight, uh, Fair Fight Action, which is a part of a Stacey Abrams group uh, in uh, Georgia, sued through the vote. Uh, this lawsuit has been going on now for almost three years. Um, these lawsuits are kind of lawfare because they're expensive. They take time. Uh, they are a real drain uh, on our side. And, and we, we are familiar with this now. This is standard strategy to be that the left uses against individuals. They use it against groups like True the Vote. They're using it against Trump. And, um, 
And uh, fortunately, this one came out the right way. The federal judge, his name is Judge uh, Steve Jones, uh, he ruled that there is insufficient evidence um, that True the Vote tried to coerce voters by engaging in these election challenges. So it's a very familiar thing here. You're challenging these names. Fair Fight says you're intimidating voters. You're trying to scare people out of voting. And uh, there's a 105-page uh, uh, opinion or order. Judge Jones says, not only have plaintiffs failed to overcome the fact that their actions did not result in any direct voter contact uh, or uh, alone include or direct county boards of elections to pursue an eligibility inquiry, but there is no evidence that defendants' actions caused or attempted to cause any voter to be intimidated, coerced, or threatened in voting. In other words, the judge is saying, listen, uh, there is a legal right to challenge names on these roles. By doing that, you're not preventing people from voting. You're not scaring them. None of that. It's not that true the vote went door to door and told people that you can, you're on the rolls, but you're not allowed to vote. That would be a whole different matter. True the vote mounted a legitimate legal challenge. Uh, this has now been battled out in court. By the way, this is the second legal victory by True the Vote. Uh, you might remember that they were sued by an election software company named Conic. Uh, that case was also was dropped by Conic, presumably because there was no there there. And so, although this stuff is is hard on Catherine Engelbrecht and um, and Greg Phillips. Uh, why? Because as I mentioned, litigation is protracted. It is extremely expensive. Through the vote is a Texas-based organization relies on donors. Uh, it's very impressive that they were able to take on a powerful group from the left uh, that is accustomed to prevailing. They, you know, these are these are guys who say, "Oh, it's the," uh, uh, you know, they bring up the sort of legacy of the past. Let's remember the days when the Ku Klux Klan marched in Georgia. They do not hesitate to inflame racial sensibilities. They. They, they make these cases in court. They rely on sympathetic judges to go along. But kudos to Judge Steve Jones for not buying any of it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lindell Report. No commercials there. The, the, uh, <laughs> this is the title page of this 32-page report. You want to say where you got this from or anything? Yeah, it, you know, I, I, I don't. Let's just, okay. let's just leave it at that. It's a... It's a um, um, I actually got it directly from Steve Bannon, but he got it from other sources. Okay. Summary of election fraud in the 2020 presidential election in the swing states. Out of fraud, no action arises. Okay, that's the cover page. Let's go over to page two of the report. Sorry, page two is our table of contents. We have an introduction, Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Michigan. All right, here's the introduction. It has been repeated. There is, quote, no evidence, and quote, of fraud in the 2020 election. In actuality, there is no evidence Joe Biden won. You know what? I like that. I like that, for, you know, reverse reversing the argument. Instead of being on the defensive, you're back on the offensive, right? right. Well, where's the evidence right. Joe Biden won? That's pretty right. good. Ongoing investigations in the swing states reveal... Hundreds of thousands of votes were altered and or not lawfully cast in the presidential election. Joe Biden needed them. On election night, November 3rd, 2020, President Donald J. Trump was sailing to re-election with landslide leads in numerous battlegrounds. In Georgia, President Trump was up 12 points, over 335,000 votes, with 56% of the vote in at 1017 p.m. In Wisconsin, President Trump was leading 121,380 votes and five points at 12, 12 a.m., which Fox News anchor Brett Baer noted was, quote, not a small margin, in quote, in Pennsylvania, uh, small margin, in quote, in Pennsylvania. President Trump was leading by 659,145 votes at 1238 a.m., a full 15 points. In Michigan, President Trump was leading by 293,052 votes at 10 points. The election was over. However, precincts in Atlanta, Detroit, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Milwaukee kept counting until the results reached the desired outcome, which was the opposite of the will of the voters. Georgia went from having a total of 4.7 million votes, already a record for the state, 
according to Brad Raffenberger's count on November 4th, to certifying, certifying almost 5 million. This was 300,000 more votes than what the top elections official claimed were cast in the election. Yeah, hold it, hold it, Brent. You know, right there, everybody, this is like bringing back memories for everybody out there. These horrific memories you're going, where we all sat in disbelief and go, wait a minute, this is going to be overturned. Obviously, something as crazy has happened. This is a this is something you can't explain. So let's explain it. And 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 this is a, I love the way they open this up and they show all these because we can go right back where we were back then. And and everybody, but the reality is here, everybody. They sold with the, with electronic voting machines and computers every single county and every single state in the country. But when they lowered, when those algorithms broke. Donald Trump was going to win all five of these swing states, including including New Hampshire and Minnesota, by the way, regardless of the steal. So they had to stop everything and they were caught. Keep going, Brent. All right. Getting to this result in Georgia and other states created an irredeemably compromised election filled with violations of the Constitution, unlawful ballots, widespread broken chain of custody, electronic manipulation, and missing and corrupt, corrupted election files that made it uncertifiable and impossible and impossible to recreate the results. President Trump was right to voice his objections. Let me go back, that moved too quick. President Trump was right to voice his objections to what, was, what had unfolded before the country's eyes. Republican poll watchers were denied access to the counting in multiple jurisdictions, and ballots were counted in secret in the middle of the night. And there's links and there's footnotes at the bottom of page three. Now let's go to the top of page four here, which I think I'm gonna have to close that to do that. There is four, okay. Without media or obser observers present, countless irregularities emerged, including reports of ineligible voters, voting machine anomalies, water main breaks, put that in quotes, uh, improbable percentages of ballots for Biden and more. Since investigations across the country have uncovered an avalanche of irregularities, unlawful activity, manipulation, and election records, destruction of evidence, and fraud. The findings, which are outcome determinative, are detailed in the summaries of the swing states. Now, that's the introduction. Let's go to Georgia. Georgia. Right. And I'm going to tell everybody now what you're about to hear, everybody. These are facts. Anyone that is out there saying, well, there's no evidence. There's no evidence and all this stuff. This isn't even evidence. These are facts. These are facts that went against the Constitution. It's a fact that Pennsylvania certified their election when it was illegal for them to do so because they had more votes than voters. That's a fact. It doesn't, it, and they never looked into it to find out why. It's 100% evidence that something happened. That's why they're not allowed to certify them under our constitution, but they did it anyway. So anyone that sits there, all you, you terrible journalists that are out there, what you're about to see are facts, indisputable facts. These come right from the states. This isn't Mike Lindell's evidence. This isn't cast vote records. This isn't any of that. These are things that laws were broken. And all of you out there know it. You, you journalists that are watching some here, um, you, we know you won't have anything to, to write about tonight because you don't write about anything that's factual anymore. You write about rubbish to get ratings and to try, but people are on to you, all of you. Newsweek, I'm speaking to you guys. You're the worst right now. Number one in the world, worst brand. They took over number one, but keep going. Okay. Okay, so here's, here's the Georgia facts and the five swing states. Georgia was called by 11,779 votes. Fulton County, Georgia, the most populous county in the state, has no digital record of all in-person votes cast in its original results. Let that sink in. No digital record of all in-person votes cast. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. That is, it's, they have to, they're required by law to keep a copy. They're gone, everybody. They're gone. That's a fact. 
Okay, all right, keep going. Not a single ballot purportedly cast during early in-person voting was witnessed to and signed off by poll managers as required by Georgia election rules. Seals were broken and memory cards removed from tabulators for the results of these 315,000 votes, which were printed out on different machines that the ones that tabulated them. Let me say it again. Which were printed out on different machines than the ones that tabulated them. This prevented the reconciliation of how many votes were cast on each machine. If you notice just the two bullet points there, Mike, they're covering their tracks. There's no accountability right. to the public, no way to audit. Right. Well, they, it, they, it's like what they did in South Dakota where they deleted the whole 2022 election, everybody. I mean, the whole 2020 election called the trusted bill. The second biggest crook in the country, Jenna Griswold, the secretary of state of of um, Colorado, Colorado, she deleted. She deleted all the machines. She just went ahead, ran. Them. She just deleted everything. You know, let's just delete the whole election. Who's going to stop me? I'm Jenna Griswold. I'm the, I'm a secretary of state. Okay, keep going here. The ballot images of these votes, along with the rest of in-person ballots cast on election day, were destroyed. The vote in Georgia was counted three times. The original machine count, a statewide hand recount, and a second machine count. Each time the state and Fulton County reported three different results. Fult Fulton County did not count the same ballots during the original count and the machine recount. There are 19,541 distinct ballots that appear in one machine count, but not the other. Thousands of fraud. Yeah. Now, remember, everybody, as we're going through these numbers, these are things like our our great real president, Donald Trump, questioned Bad Rathenberger on, on the famous call, which was the perfect call. All these numbers are a lot higher than the 11,000 votes that they say Biden won by. Donald Trump won Georgia by almost 300,000 votes. There's a fact. Keep going, Brad. Thousands of fraudulent presidential-only ballots were injected into the second machine count with huge margin, margins favoring Joe Biden. Ballots that are blank except for the presidential contest were counted in batches together, with the pattern appearing in at least eight counties, including Fulton. This means Georgia did not have the votes to justify its original election results, so-called results. Explain that. Does everybody understand? This is how you end up with more votes than voters. You run off on a machine. How many people just go, you know what? I'm going to go in and just vote for Biden. No down ticket, Brandon. And, then, and thousands and thousands and thousands of these. This is what happened, everybody. And it's, uh, keep going. This is, uh, and, and what's I interesting is all this, all the corruption in Fulton County, where you have the district attorney there prosecuting people for so-called corruption when the corruption was under her own nose. Oh, uh, no, absolutely. This is what they do. Uh, when, you know, when you have a cheater, usually the cheater um, accuses the other person of cheating, you know. So they're, they're being um, charged with crimes for questioning all the crimes that we're talking about right now. They, they're being criminally right. prosecuted for questioning the crimes and the stolen right. election that we're detailing in this report uh, right now. They're questioning, they're questioning, hold on, they're questioning these things we're reading here. The things we're reading, everybody, all you terrible journalists out there, are facts. These are the facts. Now, thousands of fraudulent presidential-only ballots that were injected into the second machine count. Now, they use the word fraudulent because they were fraudulent. And, they, and, and we say, well, show us the evidence that they were fraudulent. Well, there's all kinds of evidence that. These are just, I guess on that, where you use the word fraudulent, um, could there be uh, 20, 30,000 ballots that just show Biden and they're all the same, the same little circle of the same dot? No down ticket? I don't know. I kind of thought it was kind of maybe we should check into it. Right, Brandon? This is what we're talking about here. These are facts. Now, anyone that questioned them, they went to, you know, they're pressing charges and going after them. This is insanity. And remember, everybody, we're just on the first state, Georgia. Keep going, Brandon. All right. Let's go to the next one. I think we covered that one. There we go. All right, so we're going to go to page six now. All right, here we go. Guys, this is so important, and we're going to get through this. This is so important that you all hear this. These are facts. We hope that maybe one journalist out there will go, 
Wow. Well, I've been on the wrong side of the fence here. Look at all these facts. Maybe I, maybe Newsweek, maybe one of the rotten reporters there could actually report something once. Go ahead. The second machine count was over 17,000 votes, quote, short, end quote. Fulton County was instructed to reconcile the results by the Secretary of State and recertified its results without delving, divulging, excuse me, the extent of the vote deficiency to members of the Fulton County Board of Registrations and Elections. Thousands of bogus votes, in quotes, were ultimately added into the election results via the second machine count. This includes 20,977 unsubstantiated votes of unknown origin. The results were missing 17,852 ballot images and included 3,125 duplicate ballot images that were counted twice. Right, and then hold it right there. So you guys, let's think about this. You, you know, <laughs> once again, facts. You're going, well, well, where are these facts? This is like three years of investigations, and a lot of this stuff happened right away. Here's your numbers. But Brad Rassenberger and the media, they buried all this. This is the biggest cover-up for the biggest crime the world has ever seen, everybody. But what you're hearing here is facts. Keep going, Brandon. I'll, okay. I'll quit trying to quit interrupting here. I just get... I get so fired up. It's just, this is bizarre that any official, remember everybody, crooked Brad Rassenberger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, runs this election. He's the guy responsible for all this. He's the guy that wouldn't let anybody question it, including our great real president, Donald Trump. He's the guy that denied the real numbers, or he gave the real numbers were there. He told our president, well, those aren't the real numbers. Well, where are the real numbers? Well, sure, Brad gave them, Grab gave them to us. Well, when are we going to get the real ones? Silence. Because why? Because he already had the real ones. All these numbers are hundreds of thousands of ballots that were that were disgustingly fraudulent, and, and it's been the big cover-up. Keep going. Okay. At least 2,871 ballots were counted two or three times in the second machine count, totaling 6,118 questionable votes. 88% of Fulton County's precincts reported a different total number of votes between the first and second machine count. The only electronic votes that survived from the first count were the mail-in ballots. Since they were tabulated on the high-speed scanner, their ballot images were automatically uploaded to the election server. 90% of these approximately 148,000 absentee ballots cast in Fulton County cannot be authenticated, authenticated, and otherwise verified. Ballot images for 132,284 mail-in votes have no SHA file, .SHA file, which is created automatically when a ballot is scanned and used to verify the digital image of the vote. Lacking evidence, they scanned and tabulated properly or even, excuse me, lacking evidence, they were scanned and tabulated properly or even cast by a real voter. Lacking any evidence that that was the case. So lacking any evidence that they were scanned or tabulated properly or even cast by a real, real voter. 104,994 ballot image files of these mail-in ballots from the original count contained identical modified timestamps suggesting electronic manipulation. Hey, I want to stay right there, you guys. Okay, you see all them footnotes, everybody. All this stuff was was public, whether it be lawsuits or whatever. I just got a, I just got a text from someone. So this was forwarded to uh, a lot of different people, including uh, including our good friend Steve Bannon and, uh, and myself. So these things that was all forwarded, but all this stuff is very, you see these footnotes, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, these are all public. So these are all facts that anybody can go out there and find. This isn't some big hidden thing, everybody, where you journalists out there, if you'd have done your own job, you could you could go out and find this yourself. Brandon, there is no way that that Alan Duke could go through this sheet. You know why? He, he wouldn't be able to put anything over the top of it um, without in good conscience because... It's all true. These are all facts, everybody. 
Let's keep going. And, um, and so and I, I clicked one of the links in the footnote, which brought me <clears throat> to this PDF dated July 8th, 2022, uh, which is, again, one of the official complaints that's record and someone is stored and brought you actually it's the georgiarecord.com website so i just a lot of just... a lot of these two guys it looks to me came from under the freedom of information act i know my team's out there every day gathering 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 you know you put in under you put in a foia request under the freedom of information Act. so much of this stuff but these are facts yeah. these are facts let's keep going Brandon. Right, by the pull... time you're on watching tonight you're gonna be a little go to my upset that nothing's ever been done exactly right all right let me try to get back to our i did the uh i did the um footnotes i hit those footnotes and i lost my spot hang on guys i'll get and back you got you got you got 16 minutes brandon you tell uh thomas we're gonna go right to the top of the hour commercial free all we're right. gonna go right to the top of the hour everybody we're gonna we're gonna get through this you guys need to hear all this and we're gonna post this we're going to post this on the lindellplan.com so you can all share this with everybody you know. Um, well, obviously going to have to turn this into another show tomorrow night because we'll never get through all of this. We're not even through Georgia yet. Oh, no, you just keep going. Go a little faster. All right, here we go. Let's see where we were. Where were we? Where were we? We're on Georgia. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay, keep going. 104,994 ballot image files of these mail-in ballots from the original count contained identical modified timestamps suggesting electronic manipulation. All right, now let's go to page seven. All right, let's go back to page seven, folks. Here we go. You know, I've been a lot of folks are asking where can they get a copy of this, Mike? Um, I'm, the putting, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, tell, uh, tell Thomas, take me off screen here and I'm going to reach out. Uh, you keep reading, and I'm going to reach out to Patrick. We're going to get it up on lindaleplan.com right now. Okay. Fulton County does not know how many vote, voters cast votes. And it lacks and, it, and its lack of basic accounting controls make it impossible to determine who really won. In 2020, according to Philip Stark, that was a direct quote, for, folks. Philip Stark, a University of California, Berkeley professor who invented risk limiting audits. Stark noted, quote, the electronic records of the election are not intact, end quote. 376,863 ballot images are missing from the first machine count, which includes all in-person votes in Fulton County. None of these 300 of the 315,000 votes during early voting in Fulton County were witnessed to and signed by the poll manager and two poll workers as required by state election rules. The closing tapes for these voters are all unsigned, showed more tabulated votes than the tabulators had recorded as scanning in their protective counters and recorded improbably low percentages for President Trump. For example, President Trump received only 0.9% 2.4%, 3.7% from some of the tabulators, as if he was a third-party candidate or in a third-world country. The anomalies indicate ballots were not scanned on the tabulators that printed the closing tapes, making the closing tapes fraudulent. Tabulators used in Fulton County during early voting had their seals broken and memory cards were reprogrammed and inserted into different scanners to count absentee vote vo uh, ballots in violation of election rules. This made it impossible to reconcile the true number of votes tabulated on the machines from the start of the election to the end of counting. 235,000 absentee ballots were requested and accepted too early prior to the lawful date 180 days before the 2020 election, which was May 6, 2020. These votes should have never been counted in the 2020 election. Now we'll go to page eight. 4,081 false votes for Joe Biden were included in the hand count audit results for Fulton County. The false votes were the result of 36 auditing, or excuse me, 36 accounting errors, which were confirmed by Governor Brian Kemp's office and investigators working for Secretary Brad Ratzenberger. Yet, 
They have never been removed from the official hand count results. These errors alone would reduce the margin to 7,698 votes. The hand count audit included 3,935 unaccounted for votes due to 11 missing batch sheets in Fulton County. Uh, Thomas, call Mike back, will you please? Thomas, call Mike. Differences from the original count to the hand audit total at least 15,690 votes, which is more than the entire election margin alone. This includes the 4,081 false Biden votes, plus, quote, missing, in quote, votes, discovered in Gwinnett, Fayette, Floyd, Douglas, and Walton counties that were likely due to machine counting errors. Thousands of, quote, pristine, in quote, unfolded, when is the last time you ever saw an unfolded absentee ballot? Unfolded <laughs> absentee ballots were counted, how many? Thousands. During the hand count audit in Fulton County, according to at least six witnesses, which is the subject of ongoing litigation. These absentee wow. ballots had no folds and went 98% to Joe Biden and had, quote, been added in a fraudulent manner, in quote, witnesses said. Hey, Brandon, okay, so I'm, I'm back now, everybody, and this is going to get posted on LindellPlan.com and here on Frank's speech. We'll probably get a hold of Renee, too, to get a post on Frank's social. We're going to get this posted everywhere. Um, but this is amazing. You're still on Georgia. Just think of this, everybody. Brandon, in any time in history, everybody, you could take just one of these bullet points, just one, and it would stop everything in its tracks until it got investigated and looked at and figured out what happened. Well, did you Am see right, this one? Brandon? Yeah. In fact, you were you were not here. I want to go back to the top one because you're going to want to respond to this one. Four thousand eighty-one okay. false votes for Joe Biden were included in the hand count audit results for Fulton County. These false votes were these were, were the result of thirty-six accounting errors, which listen were confirmed by Governor Brad Kemp's office and investigators working for Secretary Brad Rassenberger. Yet. They've yeah. never been removed from the official hand count results. These errors alone would reduce the margin to 7,698 right. votes. They got, know their own that, office. Their own office. What does this sound like, everybody? It doesn't sound like uh, Robin Voss in Wisconsin who ordered an investigation of Wisconsin's complete uh, um, fraudulent election up there. And then when Michael Gableman, the ex-Supreme Court judge of Wisconsin, finds all this fraud and says, hey, we need to decertify. Robin does nothing. By the way, we're going to get him uh, recalled. It's a big thing. We're going to talk about that this week, too. A big recall. We're going to try and get rid of Robin Boss of Wisconsin. This is what Brad Rassenberger did down there and Crooked Brian Camp ran. They take this. How could it still be there? If you if you actually found that and, and it was wrong, wouldn't you at least correct one thing you actually look into? Now, why would you do that, Rand? Why, why would they do that? Yep, because because I mean, because there will be fraud beyond, on top of a fraud. And isn't it interesting right. that so much of the fraud, the word, the two words that keep coming up in this report on Georgia are Fulton County, Fulton County, right. Fulton County, which makes one wonder if there was so much dirt on Fulton County that, as you said, they had to scream and holler about the investigators because they were about to be investigated. Well, they, they were investigated. Yes, they, they were. were. And they didn't want anything put out that, was, that they were going to find. They didn't want any the media actually printing something once or talking about any one of these bullet points. This is the horrible, horrible journalists and outlets we have, the media we have in this world we live in. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting, everybody. Brandon, you said it, fraud on top of fraud. They could play the old plausible deniability card because if they find one thing you bet you know you better they'd have to keep looking hey if this happened and you guys found this out so what they did they went back to brad and and uh crooked brian and said hey you guys look what we found don't report that don't 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 bring it out there you know this is what they've done everybody the biggest cover-up for the biggest crime in world history why do i say that because it is 
There's no bigger crime. They're trying to destroy the United States of America, which then destroys the world. Remember, if the lights go out here, like Ronald Reagan said, they go out everywhere. This is it. You guys, we got one shot at this. You're reading all this stuff. You want to know who's doing something about it? Go down below there and donate to the LindellPlan.com. Call and donate to the offense fund. This is what we do every day. There's teams in every state, the Election Crime Bureau. This is what we're out there trying to fix. We're trying to secure our elections, everybody. This is the stuff that went on. I hope it gets everybody fired up, Brandon, because we need their help. Let's keep going, see if we can get through Georgia. The other states are, are smaller, but you're right. We probably won't get through it all tonight, but let's keep going here. Fulton you got through Georgia? Uh, not yet. Fulton County certified 59,143 in-person votes on Election Day, despite the fact that only 14,152 people had voted as of 5 p.m. on November 3rd, 2020. Evidence suggests... Evidence suggests the in-person vote total on Election Day was inflated by approximately 37,000 votes. As records, wow. as records show no rush to the polls during the final two hours of voting. And this was, Yeah, this is very important. Now, you guys, I read, when I read this, this one's very disturbing. Read that again, Brad. There's only two hours. There was two hours. Read this whole, that whole one again. I Fulton want County, to really absorb this. Fulton County certified 59,143 in-person votes on Election Day, despite the fact that only 14,152 people had voted as of 5 p.m. <laughs> on November 3rd. We're back to crooked Fulton County, apparently, here. Evidence yeah. suggests that in-person vote total on Election Day was inflated by approximately 37 thousand votes as records show no rush to the polls during the final two hours of voting and a screenshot of the in-person election day results shared by a government contractor showed only 21,843 people voted at the polls in Fulton County on November 3rd so they're saying only 21,843 voted in reality but they certified 59,143 right and then and does everybody understand that so you had to inflate the number of votes because remember you had to not only um, blow by you had to you had to beat Donald Trump cheat Donald Trump but you had to do it by enough where they wouldn't question you know even though they could only could only they were trying to cheat everywhere to try and get enough so what was it eleven thousand seven hundred thirty votes here you right now have almost thirty some thousand votes in question. In one, in one votes? county, in one county, in one county, where did these votes? They had more votes than voters, everybody, just like Pennsylvania. And this was this was certified. This was, a, you know, this is disgusting. One bullet point, you horrible journalists out there that are watching one bullet point, And it would have been this massive investigation. But instead, instead, here we are two and a half, three years later. Here it is again, everybody. But you know what? You can help us out by donating at thelindellplan.com. We have a great plan. We are going to secure our elections. We need your help. We need everybody's help right now because we are going to win. We are going to save our country, and we are going to have the most secure elections in the world. Brandon, keep going. All right. Fulton County ordered over 1 million absentee ballot ballots days before the 2020 election without any envelopes and the time necessary to mail. Huh. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that something? Let's just, let's let that, let that, that sink in, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, gee, what were we, who ordered them? You know, you know, these people should be, who gave the order? Who ordered the code red? Who ordered them, Brandon? Ratzenberger? It wouldn't put it past him. He probably had Chris Carr do it. Or, or Brian Kemp, his two little uh, puppets. Uh, let's keep going. There were only 808,680 active voters in Fulton County as of November 1st, 2020, go to page nine, meaning they had more blank ballots, they had more blank mail-in ballots than the number of registered voters and ordered them after the vast majority of mail-in ballots requested had already been sent to voters by Runback Election Services. Hey, 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 did anyone hear Runback? Everyone, hey, that name rhymes with Runback uh, down in Arizona. What's going on here, Brand? There's so many common crooks going on here. Maybe Runbeck can uh, explain this. Um, you know, I mean, this is bizarre. 
an estimated 30,000 to 92,670 illicit votes were trafficked in Georgia as part of a massive ballot trafficking operation discovered by True the Vote. The group identified 242 trackers in Georgia who engaged in 5,662 ballot drops into drop boxes, making an average of 23 runs per trafficker. Right. Over 40. And, now, yeah, yeah. and let me say this, everybody, with True to Vote, that was 2,000 mules, everybody. Do you know that just one cell phone that's tracked, uh, police use to solve a crime? You just ping the cell phone, you find it, and you track the person. I know they took mine at a Hardee's in Minnesota last year. They, they, these were all legitimately tracked people that did these illegal things in Georgia. And Brandon, what did they do in other states too across the country? But what did they do, Brandon? That, just think of the money spent to cover up that. Think of the, when, when, when uh, Newsmax and Fox wouldn't even talk about 2,000 meals, it had nothing to do with machines. Doesn't it make you wonder, everybody, what is going on? Unreal. Keep going. Uh, over 40% of the illicit drops that were captured on camera were recorded between the non-voting hours of midnight and 5 a.m. I got to read that again. That's that's crazy. Over 40% yeah. of the illicit drops that were captured on camera were recorded between the non-voting hours of midnight and 5 a.m. Wow. Wow. That's, you, you can't make this up, guys. Okay. Uh, were, let's get through the other three. We have a couple minutes left here. There were here. over 364,000 ineligible voter registrations on the rolls during the 2020 election, and likely 67,284 votes were cast from voters with invalid residency. There you go, everybody. This is the one I wanted you to hear. 67,000 people voted in Georgia that don't live there or they're deceased. That's just on that one fact alone. Yep. That's a fact. Okay? So that, does that complete Georgia? Are we done no, with we Georgia? still got like another page and a half for Georgia. Oh, wow. You know what? You tell everybody we're going to continue this tomorrow night. We're going to post this right now. I just got a text from Patrick Colbeck. We're gonna. This will be up on the LindellPlan.com, everybody. The Lindell Offense Fund. Call the number 800-598-6747. We're gonna go commercial free here, Thomas, for one more minute. I just want everybody to tell you we're gonna run. We're gonna read all this again tomorrow night. We're gonna start from Georgia. We have four other states to go. But you know, when you when we hear all this, we get very upset. But you know what? We have the plan. We have the plan. This is information that's been gathered by all of you out there, all of you around the country that went and get the Freedom of Information Act and got all this information from our crooked government and got it. Here are the facts, everybody. But you know what? We're doing something about it. We're donating to the LindellPlan.com or go there and spread that word. Get those movies. Spread those movies everywhere. Get people educated and help out our fund to secure our elections. I promise you. I, with your help, we will secure our elections and we will save this country. Thank you all. Brandon, thanks for uh, reading that. And we'll yep. continue tomorrow night. And uh, um, remember, everybody, we're welcoming Blue Dobbs next uh, next Monday night with the president, our real president, Donald Trump, here on Lindell TV. Thanks, Brandon. Take care, everybody. You're watching Lindell TV.